Hello, and welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm joined by Allegra Frank. Hi. Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Ashley O. Hi. Chelsea. What's Ignoring up? Ashley. We we got a comment recently, or a comment on Twitter that said that we have similar sounding voices, which I don't think is true. I, but I accept that it is hard to tell people apart when you're just listening to them. What can we what can we say to clarify the difference in our voices? Do you want to have like a code word? Do you want me to, to bring on the <laughs> you want to be like, this is always Chelsea. I'll just say I'll just drop my y'all. Yeah, I bombs. think you should start just talking. Just pitch your voice down as far as I, I can, can talk go. like this. <laughs> I don't know. never do that again. <laughs> it's good I audio. Do egg voice the whole time. <laughs> I know. Hello, I'm welcome s- to the Polygon uh, Show. People were confused about which one of us was gay for Assassin's Creed. Okay, yeah, that's actually a good context clue. If anyone is gay for Assassin's Creed, it's always, always me. It's not that I. I'm not. I'm not shaming, but it's not me. You're not not gay for. Assassin's I'm not Creed. not gay, but I am. I am not a not gay for assassins. Yeah, Ashley, what are you always? How can we always tell it to you? I always sound pretty deadpan. I feel like. Okay, that's fair. So if you sound like this, if I get you're always the Ashley. problem is, is if I get excited, I get all like uh, up in the upper register. I also feel like I drop a lot more profanities than anyone else mm, that's so. true i think you have the deepest voice of all of us oh god i do in like a sexy way <laughs> yeah unless i talk like this nah. allegra how can we tell it to you uh i would say that i vacillate very wildly from like shrill and excitable <laughs> to just extremely brutally sad so I think okay. we should be able to tell that it's me. <laughs> so if they're sad or shrill, it's Allegra. Chelsea, we didn't figure out what no, you are besides I, not not gay for Assassin's Creed. I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have an accent or a weird thing. Why don't you, you just, don't need one? You find what is already in you. Sometimes I have a stuffy nose. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, you should burp. All the time you're drinking La Croix. <laughs> yes. I, I do Every have time to cover my mouth so many times yeah. during recording. Just let it be fresh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just like preface. Do a full Rick Chelsea Sanchez burp like. competent burping preface woman. everything with like a small burp. <laughs> a little burp. I can't burp on command though. I've no, never learned that skill. No, just drink that whole, can- just chug Wait, it. You chug can't it. burp on command? No, I never oh, learned it. Oh, I can't either. What? What? <laughs> I'm not going to demonstrate, have but you yes. practiced Allegra? Oh, Yes. Oh Why? yeah, it's, it's I was so always fun. jealous because my brother could, and when I was growing up, and I couldn't. Yeah, how I don't know how to do I that. Don't know how to do that? Oh, I also can't whistle. I, I don't know, but I can. Wh- can you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Producer Pat is upset at us. Producer Pat just told us not to burp on the podcast, but it's too late. Whatever, I already just, did. Yeah, do it anyway. Uh, Chelsea, I mean, since you can't burp on command, I think what we're gonna have to do is ask Pat to manually add in a burp <laughs> effect before you talk. <laughs> Maybe before and after. Just Maybe to, like, some good throat clearing oh, noises. Like really bad radio show sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to be like a deep a, man voice. And then like a baby crying for some reason. There's always that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll just be Allegra. <laughs> that'll be me crying. Wow. <laughs> wow. Every time I talk, a baby cries. <laughs> no. Wait. We forgot. We have to tell the audience about your Allegra voice, which is the voice everyone uses when they <laughs> want to sound like Allegra. I don't know where it came from, and she Me said she neither. doesn't know where it came from. But basically, it sounds like, I'm Allegra. 
who did that? Wait, Jeff Allegra did that. does that all the time. She's like, wow, why is no one paying attention to me? <laughs> she does not. No, she does not. But like she said, her college friends would do that. So then all of us started doing it. No, wait. Okay, I don't know. I don't think that's how it started. My I don't college. Think that's how it started. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, like, I'm an adult. My college friends always used to give me a really deep voice. So when you said Ashley had the deepest voice, I was like, really? Because in college, everyone would be like, oh, I'm Allegra. What's up, guys? And people, you like, I don't never sound sounded like that. Like that no. I don't sound like that. You don't sound I sound like... more like, hi, I'm Allegra. Like, I sound You're going like... all the way up in the registers yeah, there. Yeah. No, That's I think... A... Good listening experience for our, our I think it's our sometimes users. you do do the baby Allegra stuff, especially when you were mad at me for... Like looking for new employees, you're like you cannot hire anyone younger than me. I'm the baby. Her her voice gets progressively higher as she keeps it. You definitely can't hire anyone younger than me. She what did? voice did she use when you killed the butthole story? <laughs> Allegra, I love you, and I want to clarify that I love you and appreciate you. Cue <laughs> but, the baby but, crying don't sound worry. effect, please. I'm not appreciating, though, because I'm the villain, because I killed okay, the butthole. True. Oh, so much for lawful good. So much for the tolerant left. <laughs> so much for the tolerant wah. Yeah. All right, Chelsea, what are you playing this week? I Now I can talk fully about Splatoon 2, which Splatoon. I Splatoon. Splatoon. You just if you if I say Splatoon, you can just hear the two, and you can imagine that I inserted in the middle yeah. of the sentence. Uh, Arthur and Phil both said I could not write Splatoon in my review at all, <laughs> and I was very sad. Rude. I I really liked Splatoon uh, too. It was really fun uh, because it was a lot like the first Splatoon, uh, and. Mm-hmm. Plus, which was great, but it was that one was so good, and the new salmon run mode, which we most of us played together, mm-hmm. is so fun. It's the co-op horde mode. So that's what we couldn't talk about last we week. We could not talk we about that last week, week but we couldn't talk embargo. about it. Yeah, sneaky embargoes. <laughs> but yeah, it uh, it is mostly local, uh, which is kind of a bummer. But it is a cooperative horde mode where you're. Four people are fighting waves of enemies, and a lot of them are big, hulking monster kind of things. Like mm-hmm. one is a. They're all mechanical monstrosities. One's like a giant worm that shoots big bulbs of paint out of its hand. And I, I don't know what to see. They're it. sort of like fish, but like using mechanical parts yeah. to make themselves they're like enemies. So there's like fish. one that wears a bunch of armor over it that uh so we we actually have a let's play of this up on our YouTube channel right now is me and Jeff and Ash. Oh my god, I keep offending Allegra. Baby sound effects again. Allegra and Jeff and I played it and we came up with all these great nicknames for the enemies because we didn't know what they were called. So the one that had armor on four sides but not on its butt was called Butt Boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there was Dish Boy who's like a fish that has a bunch of dirty pots and pans stacked on top of it so you like shoot the pots and pans and they fall down and fall down and fall down and then you can finally attack the the creature that's carrying all these things. What's the one that looks like two recycling bins stapled together that's flying in the air? Uh, we call I think we call that bomb boy because you yeah. have to throw yeah. paint bombs into his trash bins. They're all our boys. All, all our the boys. boys. Yeah. My favorite also was and by favorite, I mean least favorite was the one that would just like you'd see a green circle on the ground and suddenly a giant maw would the come maw. up and eat you. Oh, oh my that. god, the that maw. was every time that showed up, Simone would just be like, maw. <laughs> she would be dead. It's because the Ma had eaten her. So yeah. I think that Salmon Run is by far the best new feature of Splatoon 2 mm-hmm. because the story mode is really good but kind of similar in structure to the first game. Uh, you know, the multiplayer regular mode is very similar in structure to the first game. Down to the stuff that, like, 
it, it's similar instruction in the good ways of like the fun parts, but also the stuff that frustrated me. Like you can't change your loadout unless you back out to the menu and you're like, why? Mm. This is 2017. It's a, it's just, <laughs> it's a shooter. Just Not admit for Nintendo. Uh, yeah. So that, that is really like, but overall I'm still very excited mm-hmm. to play it with like the live people when it goes out, I guess today when our episode goes up, you can also be playing Splatoon. Put us in your ears and then play Splatoon. Is it? Wait, I thought it came out on the 21st. That's What's today? Is that? Oh, today's the 20th. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my this God. This episode is out. So I love, 21st. the reason I love Salmon Run so much, I think, is because I, I remember trying to play uh, with my, like, coworker in Splatoon 1, and there was just no good co-op options. And I think that's what that game really needed for me. And it, it's too bad that it's local only right now. But there are events. I should clarify yes, there that are there are going to be events. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes they like kind of look like they'll be frequent, but it's hard to say. But it's not going to be like 24 hours a day every day you can play Salmon Run. It's not on demand and online you, co-op. It's not. <laughs> and when you're playing online, you cannot pick uh, your weapon. You It is assigned to you. Okay, Nintendo. Because reasons. I don't I don't know why not. Anyway, it's fun. I, it is, I really it like fun. it. It kind of makes I want to buy a Switch because of it. Ashley, you can finally get a game for your Switch. Maybe. I've actually never played a Splatoon game. A Splatoot? Splatoot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm calling it Splatoot because once I spelled it with the two on the end of the word Splatoon and now I'm calling it Splatoot. Yeah, Wouldn't that so... make it Splatoot? No. Uh... Splatoot. Splatoot. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Ashley, you have to get. Splatoon for your Switch so that you can play it with everyone except me because I still don't have a Switch because I am cheap. Okay. Allegra, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you playing? Actually, literally just shrugged. Shrugged dramatically. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Like, I also didn't buy one for a while because I was like, I don't really want to pay $300. I have a lot of games I need and to play. Did. And then I did. And now it's still in my dresser drawer. Wait, which drawer is it in? Still the same it's, one? Yeah, the same one. The third one down. The third, third one, one down. down. What's in there? Uh, clothes. Pants. There are no ants. Pants. Oh, there are no ants. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, well, I did keep well, a actually, box. There of, are no ants. <laughs> I kept one time I kept a, they are individually wrapped, but a box of cookies in there too, because one, I was cleaning and two, I just wanted a surprise snack. <laughs> so the third drawer is really interesting for me. <laughs> I like that you somehow intuited that Chelsea might know that there are cookies in your drawer. <laughs> and is accusing you of leaving them on Yeah, that's what I thought she was. I can't even handle actually, this. Actually, there are no ants. <laughs> Excuse well, me. Actually, this is not how you get ants. This is how you get snacks in your grocery drawer. I said pants. Pants, ma'am. No, Update pants are in the correction. Oh, well, what's in there then? Pants. I thought the... In the third drawer, actually. Oh, no. Oh, I thought she said last. No, the third one, we went over this. It was the, the switch. Okay. Uh, the two boxes. Okay, there's not. The cookies. There's, there are two boxes of cookies. There. What they're, kind of cookies? Okay. You know, oh, you're not going to tell me what clothes what you have in your third drawer in Splatoon. What kind of clothes? It's a clothes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Allegra. Allegra doesn't need to keep anything. She can keep I whatever no she longer wants care what Ashley has in her drawers. There's a couple of t-shirts. No, I still care about these and cookies. If, rejected, if I don't, I want to know what type. Rejected shorts. Um. Anyway, I don't think Simone wants to know what kind of. Cookies I want to know what Allegra's playing this yeah. week. Fine. 
We'll never know about the clothes. Now I'm going to be known as the person who denied the world of knowing what kind of cookies there it's were. Fine. Thank you, Simone. It doesn't matter. Um, Ashley, please tell me what kind of cookies they, what? they were after this. Oh, God. Not now. Okay, thank God. Off um, the air. What am I playing? So I played a lot of Sam Run this week as well. I'm a huge fan. Uh, super pumped for that to be out. And yesterday, actually, with Chelsea and Russ Rushdick and Chris Grant, we played some online multiplayer. So mostly I'd mm. been playing Sam Run, but in Splatoon 2, there's also obviously multiplayer, Turf War. Um, and we played it just a little bit, like, two-on-two teams because we were trying to test out that Nintendo voice chat app Yeah, that is now live and it is sweet, sweet garbage. It is very bad. Uh, I mean, granted, we were using it while we were all sitting in a small circle so there's just so much terrible echo. I went to the other side of the office at least. Yeah, That was just because Russ couldn't plug headphones into his phone because he doesn't have an adapter. Yeah, yeah. So it's his fault. (laughs) And so when I was on a team with him, it was just me. So basically, like, you're in a group voice chat with everybody when you're like in the lobby but then when you're actually on like the battlefield in teams you can only do team chat Mm -hmm. so when I was with Russ it was just me alone in a silent chamber because Russ didn't have a like he didn't have headphones so he muted his thing and so he wasn't talking to me and I was just very alone that is depressing but like like that's not the only reason the app is that is not why it's it's garbage I that's I like the fact that it splits you off because you you don't want crosstalk from the enemy team. You want to be able to hear just the people you're talking to. So this is the one feature of the app that I actually think is good yeah. versus the, all the other ones. The sound and quality what are is the pretty other good. Ones? But the main thing that sucks is that when you actually – so the, to actually get us all in that lobby, we had to have someone start a room and then that person had to invite us into that room. And literally the process involves both your Switch and your phone. So you have to make the room on the Switch. Then you have to go to your phone to invite people and then the people on the switch have to go like no people on their phones have to go find the room and then they have to go on the switch to get in the room it was bonkers like it took us 30 minutes to just play a five minute match of splatoon that's ridiculous yeah it's nuts and what we wrote about on the site today was that when your phone when your screen is off or if you like tab out of the app to open Mm. another app the voice chat stops working yeah so Why? you always have to have it open. You always have to have your phone on. Um, there's no game audio through that, but whatever. Damn, what's that going to do to your battery? I didn't even think about that until now. A lot of people are saying, like people who are, who've been checking it out have been saying it's draining their battery. No I shit. mean, if, yeah, if you're playing for a while and your phone screen is just on and your phone's active the whole time, yeah, that's you're, not going to be great. Just install Discord. It works on your phone yeah. the same way. Or, I'm, yeah. I play with P- Overwatch with people through using Facebook Messenger calls sometimes when we're, for some reason, too lazy to start a party on PlayStation. Yeah. But I, I, just, I don't understand it's why really in the dumb. year of uh, in the year of Splatoon 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Splatoon. Wait. Okay. I, I'm just going back to the fact that you're using Facebook Messenger calls for uh, gaming, and that's pretty rad. Because I was thinking about it now. Mm-hmm. There's like so many. You could use like f- five to ten different apps. Mm-hmm. more effectively. And none yes. of them require me to have my phone screen illuminated and the app open constantly. Yeah. 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 That's so strange, Allegra. It's so strange. It was very strange. I mean, thankfully And this is going to cost money. 
No, it's free. The app For is free. Now, I thought there was a subscription. The online service will be subscription based. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. The app itself is free right now. And you don't need to use the app mm-hmm. to do any of the online stuff. So that's like whatever. We were just testing it out. And like it was still fun. It was still fun to be yeah. on, you know, I think we were on a team together. Yeah, we were on a team together. We just lost so much. <laughs> and then I, I was on a team with Chris boys. and crushed. Got the best. Nice. Score. Oh, and I was so mad because Russ was the one who like helped like Grant and that team win and then when he was with me he did so badly like he lost so 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 badly typical Russ doesn't typical bring his Russ. headphone adapter to work loses when he's on Allegra's team least valuable player typical, yeah. typical typical but yeah Russ. I, I'm super Love super you, into Splatoon um, the other game that I've been playing a little bit is Metopia, which I can't talk too much about but also because I haven't played that much of it I'm reviewing that right now mm-hmm. much better than Ever Oasis which was the last like baby <laughs> RPG for 3DS that I had to review and I was talking to my friend yesterday and I was just like every every game that sounds really ridiculous like and for children is like I will be Your the one brand. reviewing it yeah. like Ever Oasis Metopia like Dog friends in Ponyland, like that is going to be a game I review. Like, okay, just call me when Dog Friends in <laughs> Ponyland. That actually out. sounds really good. Um, but Metopia is fine and cute. I will talk more about it next week. Okay, oh. I'm actually curious to hear. Ashley had a, uh, a traumatic experience this week in the Destiny Two beta. If you want to talk about that, <laughs> you just made the most. I don't even know how to describe that face. Uh, I don't know if traumatic is. The right word. It was it was a sweaty time. A sweaty time. It it took a while, a long time. Did you actually beat that strike? Utter humiliation. Yes. Thank yes, God. I did. Thank, Thank God. God. Wait, no. I want to know. I didn't like Destiny One. Do you think I like Destiny Two? Based on the beta. I mean, if you don't like the first one, you're probably not going to like the second one. I didn't like it because of the MMO grindiness of it. So. I mean, that's hard to say because in the beta, like, there is a 30-minute kind of story-esque mission. Not really. It's just like a solo mission that you do. Um, and then after, you know, you're in orbit. And I think you can only choose from, like, three strikes. Um, but I know that Bungie said that there was going to be a lot more story this time around. So I don't know how mm. we're going to mm, like, navigate interested. with that. That wizard came from the moon kind of story. Hopefully, it's a good story. I, no, um, I hope it's exactly that kind of. Well, story. Well, like the tower, like where everyone, where all the guardians are. You know, like yeah, yeah, it's been destroyed, and you're just trying to, you're trying to get your family back. Oh, my family! Can I just say? So I was watching you do the solo mission. <laughs> was that yesterday or two days ago? Um, I was watching Ashley do the solo mission, and I discovered that Ashley is very polite to her enemies. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's very polite. So she was, you were killing some giant monster dudes. I don't know what goes on in Destiny, and the entire time she's like, "Hello, sir, sir, can you not, please, sir, hello?" And then any time like an ally would come, she'd be like, "Fuck you, idiot." You idiot asshole, what are you doing? Sir, I'm sorry. Sir, I need to kill you. I'm sorry, sir. Like, I can hear this so perfectly. Funny. This is, yes. It sounds like 100% accurate. And the, like, the more desperate I'd get, like, I'd have a sliver of health left, and then my politeness would get, it wouldn't even turn aggressive. It would just get more intense. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just draw, like, sir, please. 
please, sir, please. You always call them sir. It's like you're trying to stop someone from cutting a line very aggressively. <laughs> and it's just like bled into Ashley's real life. Like I DM'd her today because she was getting mad at her computer. And she's like, sir, sir, please work tweet. Yeah. Sir. It was Slack. It was like usually, you know, like if you restart Slack, that'll. And I just like, and then I couldn't right click. I guess it wasn't set up on my new computer. And I just had all this trouble and I just kept yelling, sir, sir, fuck. <laughs> I don't think the computer will provide that service. God. Okay, and you also finished Until Dawn, which oh, yes, I am I also, so excited about because oh, that game is great. my God. So I was probably on the same level of sweaty as, as that Destiny Yeah, it's a beta. sweaty game. It's a very sweaty game. Um, it uses a lot of jump scares in a very unfair way. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad that uh, I didn't have that like camera component because apparently it knows... Yeah, when like you when there's move. like a jump scare part, and then it'll like I guess snap a photo. Oh, of yeah, you. I want to ask that you're talking about that before. Oh, I gotta send it. I want to gauge uh, how fair do you think it would be to talk about the end of Until Dawn, considering okay, that it game came was out. like two years old. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, has everyone at this? Well, yeah. also like it's multiple endings. Right? This is true. Yeah, there are so yeah, many endings you can get. I kind of just wanted to talk about that final confrontation in the house, which uses uh, the gyroscope and the PS4 <sighs> controller, that... and there are a bunch of jump scares. And if you move the controller, then you. I think you can talk about the caught. mechanic without yeah. spoiling. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So uh, shortly before that, that that mechanic where it's like don't move, right? Yeah. Um, I am pretty. Pretty fucking sure I did not move. I stayed very still, and then Chris, Chris. died. His head got cut off, <laughs> and I was just like, "What?" Chris was actually—he uh, ended up becoming my favorite. And then nice. when he, and then when he died, and his head rolled down, uh. and then there is actually an Ashley in the game, and then Ashley sees it, and then she screams. So she screamed, then I screamed, and then his head kept rolling, and I was like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> Oh, he was my favorite. Also, I'm pretty sure I didn't move. Everything else, like, was fine. But that was literally the one instance where I was like, "I'm what the fuck." So wait, did no. he make it back to the the final final scene in the house in your playthrough? No. So he oh, was with that before, right? that old dude to get yes, Josh. Okay, I lost him on the too. way back. He, <sighs> yeah. I remember that part. I Actually, we replayed that that chapter just so that we would because we also felt cheated by that mechanic yeah so I think for people who haven't played basically it uses the the stillness of the gyroscope I thought it was the light bar but I guess it's not it's the gyroscope it's like you, a, yeah because yeah, I don't bar. have a camera little, on my PS4 yeah I so. guess uh, it's if it, I thought it was the light bar but it's not but it says that you see a thing that says don't move and it's like kind of mimicking the light bar of your PlayStation controller, mm-hmm. and you have to hold it absolutely still. We got out like a TV tray and rested our hands on it to be yeah. like, and it's still, we thought that there was like drift because it was hmm. just like, this seems crazy unfair. I think for that part, and I would love to try it again, but because uh, we also, uh, we lost a character in the final, final scene because of hand movement. Ugh. I want to try just like putting it on the table because you, I think the only button you have to press in that part is X to like dodge or something. I think you could get away with just like putting it on the table and not touching it or even just like holding it so the rumble doesn't move it. The, you, you've got to do that because yeah, the rumble Yeah, the rumble. Ugh, ugh, that I game is like good. I put mine on the floor or something because I remember reading about that and I was like, okay, I'm not going to fuck this up. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure I literally just put it on the floor. Like I don't nice. think that part screwed me And over. you, you 
a cheat. You got yeah. good ending. Okay, but there's cool. so many. There's so many points in that final scene where you have to hold the controller, and this basically is symbolizing their characters holding their breath and yeah. being super still, which is like such a cool idea. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I um was super super. I mean, like I said, very sweaty. But what I can't understand is so I don't really watch horror movies or anything or play horror games that often. But like, why on earth do you guys insist on splitting up so many times, children? Why? So I don't know. I don't know. Also, it was like really distracting because there was uh, an actor that. So the guy who plays Mike, I forgot his name. He is also in Agents of Shield. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so like the whole time I was watching that, I just thought of Agents of Shield, which like just really completely. That's how I kind of ruined Josh because he's Rami. Malik. Yeah, I kept thinking of Mr. Robot and Agents yeah. of Shield, and I was like, this is a separate work. And then oh, Sam and is Hayden Penitentiary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. They, it's Do you know who Emily was? Because she looked super familiar to me. I she kind of looked remember. like her. I Olivia. think they're all very famous. Like, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. But yeah, so this game, it's still uh, free on PS Plus if you have it. Uh, I downloaded it just yesterday, so I know. Um, hold on. I'm... Also, everything with Peter Stormare is just the most brilliant and terrifying. Oh, yeah. He's so creepy. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those parts. Yeah, they're really insane. They're so creepy. Oh, like, uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. I oh, I definitely would play that again, actually, because I really want to see if I can save Chris and some other people. I actually Matt. I tell you guys about a thing I played yesterday what? because it's, like, made by the Until Dawn people. What? Oh, yeah? It, oh, wait. Is that that VR game? Yes. It's called Hidden Agenda. No, it's not the VR game. That's that's. There are two different supermassive properties, developer of Until Dawn, in development right now. And one is a VR game called in The Impatient, which I am not going to play because and spooky. And the this other one is called Hidden Agenda, and it's kind of like similar idea to Jackbox, where you're playing on your phones. So it was. It's like very nice, high-quality captured scenes, and you get to vote on the outcome with uh, mm. one to six people. And you also do things like vote on your like your friends. So at the beginning, it was like, which one of your friends is coolest under pressure? And we voted, like, secretly. That's um, really cool. The, I think we, we might have talked about this before because I remember being really excited about it because it takes one of my favorite parts of Until Dawn, which is playing in a group of people and all shouting out what you want to do yeah. and turning that into a mechanic where you can play it on your phones you, yeah, with Some a bunch of, that, of people. It was just really cool because that, that those and parts, you have secret roles too, right? There are secret roles where one person ha- it, it, uh, is trying to do something that is different than the other people. Yeah. That is like also in, like probably something that other people watching the story would not want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't obviously as clear because you were like try to guess the person who has the the hidden agenda and you're like I have no idea it wasn't as obvious as playing some other kinds of like uh, inf- games where you have some people have some information and some people have others mm-hmm. but overall really cool also like again that beautiful like capture stuff was just great they're really good at mocap yeah like, there's whole... a scene where you're interviewing a prisoner as this uh, uh, like I guess she's a DA or a psychologist or something and she's trying to ask questions and get information and the prisoner goes after you and you have to decide if you want to grab your pepper spray or like run away or call for help. And it's just like very intense and kind of quick decisions. So, yeah, oh. it, it was and re- you're all voting on what you're your all voting and you have to swipe into an area really quickly and vote. Or sometimes you have to swipe to shoot and like aim at a target and stuff. It's, Jeez. It, that the swiping could be better. And I hopefully they will tweak it before mm-hmm. launch. But 
I just think I love this idea of like sharing these narrative experiences with other people. Yeah, I'm pumped for um, that. Um, I'm also pumped for what I played today, which is Dream Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so it finally, finally came out. I thought we wouldn't be able to talk about it because uh, it's been delayed for a little while. It was supposed to come out yesterday. Finally came out like an hour before we started recording this podcast and I started playing it and I made Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> the dreamiest daddy. He is. I was, uh, Allegra is, uh, was party to this because I was in agony over what character I should make because mm-hmm. I, I am. I, I need to play as a a person. I'm really bad at making original characters. Like I did, I did. I managed it with Shepard and Mass Effect, but like it still took me a while to get into her. But Ernest Hemingway. I'm already way into Ernest Hemingway. I'm right there. I do miss Rodney though. You were originally going to make a dad named Rodney. I was going to make a Rodney. He was pretty cute. And then I got to the mustache section of the character creator, and I was like, <laughs> "That's Ernest Hemingway's mustache." Back up. Back all the way up, making Papa. <laughs> <laughs> You're making your own dream, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like I said, I just just started it, but I'm so into it so far, and I realized this game was literally made just for me. But what really sold me on it was that I was in the park talking with another dad, and we both started. We have daughters, and then we both started bragging about our daughters and it spiraled into this pixelated Pokemon-esque mini game where I could brag or use an item or swap daughters, which I couldn't do because I only have one daughter. I, I clicked. I was like, switch to another daughter. And they're like, I only have one. Uh, and I could pull out like her childhood photos and brag about those. And I was trying to like lower the other dad's HP by bragging about how awesome my daughter was. I lost. My oh, daughter no. wasn't good enough. No. Do you think you lost because you didn't do it properly, or like is it coded that you lose? Uh, I'm not sure. I might have to play that part again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this guy had like a ten year old prodigy, and I have a a mm. sassy senior in high school. So I don't know if I <laughs> maybe can you win need that part. to level up your sassy senior though. Like give her some points and like cute shit. It's too late. I, I brought out like her spelling bee trophies. I brought out her child art, which was apparently not impressive. Uh, this 10-year-old had already won, like, three spelling bees, so I don't know. I, I did my best. I'm a single father. I'm just <laughs> doing what you can. <laughs> Wait, so this whole game is about you're a single father and you're dating other daddies. I am going to date yeah. other daddies. So oh you're, God. like, trying to find daddy As love. Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> right now, my character doesn't know that he's going to date other daddies. Um, basically, you are a parent. I think that you're... Uh, Husband or wife has passed away. That seems to be what it is implying. There was I was going through, you know, photos and we found one of my daughter Amanda and her mother. And you could actually choose whether your kid had a mother or father and whether they were adopted or whether um, they're your biological child, which is so friggin' cool, first of all. I don't know what happens. Um with the other options because I chose that I had a mother because I wanted to be a bisexual Ernest Hemingway, which is true to life. And um, I chose that she's my biological child. Uh, So you move to a new place after your other parent dies, I think, and you get to meet a lot of the neighborhood dads. And then I'm going to fuck those dads. And that's how (laughs) it's going to (laughs) roll. Anyway. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Cool. Should we talk about what's happening in the news this week? Now that we talked about games for like 30 minutes. Uh, so Evo happened last weekend and Chelsea was super into it and the rest of us were not. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I like. I just love watching competitive Street Fighter. I think it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like other fighting games too, but Street Fighter is my jam. And so I basically watched Evo Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Uh, I want to talk about the emotions and yeah. the boys crying. And, and you said that it happened. I didn't see it. Oh my god! So Street Fighter is a game with a long history. There's people that have been playing for decades that are just incredibly passionate about the community. The the main commentators on uh, both the Twitch stream and ESPN have all been involved in Street Fighter for a long time. Mm-hmm. So um, the the top eight was broadcast on ESPN and on Twitch, and it was like a lot of drama because the U.S. traditionally doesn't do super well in fighting games, especially Street Fighter, but we had three people in the top eight representing U.S., and it was, like, awesome. One of them is this amazing young kid named whose uh, handle is Punk. He's 18 years old. He's from Philly. He's just, like, he was performing so well and just, like, kicking ass. And he performed really well in the top eight, and then he started, he kind of got destroyed by, uh, he got to grand finals, which was a big deal. He got destroyed by Takedo, Japanese player, and kind of, like, you saw him start to lo- like st- start to kind of like lose resolve and like and then it got worse and worse where he mm-hmm. was just like performing worse cuz you could see it in his face where he was like it was in his head and then when the the ceremony happened like he just looked so down and depressed and it's just like i i really like it sucks to see someone so down but what's been amazing this last week is all these people from the fighting games community and even like wrestlers like CM Punk because mm-hmm. they share a name, they all were like, "Dude, you're doing you're you're sad because you're like working really hard, and you're so passionate about this game. Just like do better. Try, like next time will be the be better for you. So just keep trying." And like seeing all these people supportive of this dude who was like just like crestfallen and just tweeting stuff that was like def- like I don't know. Just so that's sad. Now I'm sad. Although that's that, and and I mean yeah, it's sad, but it's also like a continual like you will get better. This mm-hmm. is everyone saying like. It's okay. We all lose. Well, that is my favorite part of sports is that trajectory of like people trying really hard, which is why, I mean, Ashley and I watch the World Cup when oh. it's on, even though we don't watch soccer usually. But I mean, that's why the but Olympics. That's what are so everyone popular. does, yeah, you know. You like suddenly, soccer is your favorite sport when the yeah. World Cup is on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's except for true. people who like to shit on it. I mean, not because of the real genuine problems with it, but but this is why. I mean, I know I'm not a sports fan, but I can understand the appeal because this is like human drama and people just like. Mm-hmm. seeing people playing at their best and giving a shit mm-hmm. and getting emotional. But now, also, here was my problem with it is that we watched the smash, what, it was the semifinals melee. or the final? Oh, the melee finals. finals. Yeah. yeah. Finals. And they kept like having matches and the match would end and someone would win and then they would just walk away without even looking at each other. They were so unemotional. It was so it maybe, weird. It, I think like not even, it wasn't so, that even so much that upset me. It was that there was no, like I want, Handshaking. I want at least yeah. like some acknowledgement of your opponent after you beat them or lose to them. Like, I guess because these guys have like been around the block eighteen billion times. Like, it's I about think that's respect. What Chelsea was saying. I agree. Like, it's so weird to just see like the guys with their creepy like, like sunglasses indoors, sitting down, staring vacantly, and then just walking away. And the, yeah, the someone wins, and then they just walk away. And I'm like, you needed to watch Street Fighter because they were like hugging. That's and what I'm it here was, for. Like, amazing, but uh, the other favorite moment of Street Fighter is that the in, both of the commentators on different streams started cry, uh, crying when the winner. Oh, um, that was really mm-hmm. cute. He said he doesn't. Uh, he's a Japanese player. He doesn't speak great, uh, great English, but he did say like I love fighting games. Mm-hmm. And on Twitch, what the announcer James Chen just started like covered his face, started full crying. Oh no! And it was so sweet. 
James Chen does this every year. And it starts full crying. Starts full crying, and it's the best part of Evo for me because he, like, again, I, it's not that I'm making fun of him. I'm not at all. I just think it's cool when people show emotion and give a shit about things, and it's just no. Like, I do love that. Warms my heart so much, and yeah. just yeah, it's so good. Kingdom Hearts three got a new trailer also this weekend at D twenty three, and I'm actually for the first time in maybe like ten years, okay, five years, excited for that game. Excited for Kingdom Hearts three for the first time in five years. In, in five hundred years, fifty years, yeah, in five hundred years, uh, yeah. So that was, so we knew that was coming out of D twenty three because we saw a Kingdom Hearts three trailer back in E three, and they were like, oh, we'll actually announce a new world at D twenty three, and they mm-hmm. did, and it's Toy Story, and this is the first time that any Pixar movie is going to be represented in uh, Kingdom Hearts because before, like in Kingdom Hearts two. Um, that was right before Disney picked up Pixar. Like that's mm-hmm. when Disney bought Pixar, right after Kingdom Hearts two came out. So this is the first time that like Disney owns Pixar and they can actually like give Pixar properties and ostensibly Marvel and Star Wars um, over to Kingdom Hearts, Ugh. which is really really exciting. And basically, like there's been this quote I wrote about this um, for a long time of like, oh, the PlayStation will like finally be the this PlayStation two will finally be the console to like look as good as Toy Story. And people have been like <laughs> quoting that for years, which is kind of stupid. But like this is the game that literally looks like Toy it Story. It literally is Toy Story. It looks exactly like Toy Story, which is so so so, so much cool. like Toy Story that it is Toy Story. It is literally Toy Story now. <laughs> well, now that they have Pixar, like I can easily see Kingdom Hearts just dragging on to like like Final Fantasy, like Kingdom Hearts 15. Let's go to every Pixar movie. Ever. I would yeah. love that. Let's go to Finding Nemo. That's, Let's go to Up. Actually, when I would we're really want to play that. Yeah. I would want to be in a flying house. That would be so fun. Oh. Maybe that's why it took them so damn long to make this game. They're like, we have to acquire every single major media property in the world. There could be, actually, yeah, but there could be such a rad like Kingdom Hearts spinoff of just Pixar Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Just Pixar. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a Tangled world, which, whatever. I don't really like Tangled. And there's going to be a Big Hero 6 world, which, that seems really cool. But Toy Story is my jam. I am so, so, so pumped for that Toy Story world. And Sora becomes a toy, right? So like, yeah, yeah, he's a little toy. He it's has, so like, a little toy hand when he shakes Woody's hand. Mm-hmm. I love the little cute. leg joints. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much are you going to cry? During the Toy Story part. I'm going to 11. Like, I'm going to cry so much. <laughs> I love Toy Story so much. That's my favorite movie. God. And I love Kingdom Hearts. Cool. Should we move on to emails? Talk about some emails? Yeah. From Sky. The Endsane trilogy made me realize how much I miss some classic game characters. So, questions. One, which franchise do you want to bring back? Personally, I need, bolded, need a proper Spyro game. Two, which classic game daddy is the most dateable? Parentheses, also Spyro? Three question marks. <laughs> Wait, Close parentheses. Spyro didn't have Spyro a child. Ch- isn't Spyro a child? He's like a little wee babby dragon. <gasps> yeah. Debate this while I Google it. I'm pretty sure okay. he's a little kid. I completely agree. I want, I, th- I think I said this in a previous episode, I want a Spyro remake or remaster. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Spyro was my shit. <gasps> it is apparent that Spyro was at least 12 years old in Spyro, Year of the Dragon. Although if dragons mature slower than humans, Spyro's age could be any multiple of 12. Uh, love multiples <laughs> of 12. Hmm. Also, there is a picture of a really like buff-looking dragon here, and I'm not sure. Here. Where? There. That's There's not like, Spyro. It looks like a dragonite. Okay, who is that? Oh God, I hope that's not Spyro. Find out how old Spyro is. 
I, anyway, I mean, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> like twelve. He sounds twelve, or they were you going sound 12. for twelve. I mean, I kind of do actually. No, I, I listened to it again, like the first Polygon Show episode, and I was like, I sound like a fucking child. <laughs> Who's that kid that we have? Who's in the that kid who with? keeps swearing? Who? Who's that class? kid? Um, oh, anyway, sorry. Going back to that, uh, Spyro is really the only thing I can think of in terms of like a classic game mm. that I want revived. Dark Pac-Man. Pac-Man has guns now. <laughs> Pac-Man is on the moon. Pac-Man. Wait, like there's a gun in his mouth because he yes. doesn't have limbs. Oh, that's pretty cool. New Pac-Man has limbs. No, He's in Smash Brothers. He has. He punches, man. Yeah, that's he drops a fire hydrant. Okay, that head. ruins. But you want Pac-Man up. with a gun in his mouth? Yeah, I don't want him to have arm guns. I want him to have dragon Pac gun gun. Those guns, <laughs> Chelsea. Oh, adult Spyro as pictured for Spyro the Dragon. There he is. He looks like a Dragonite, but with like a, a more muscular, that's, slim dragon I, body. Are you sure uh, that's not he's from DeviantArt? Strong. No, I mean Ernest it Hemingway pretty. eyebrows. Oh, <laughs> he's got an Olympic gold medal around his neck. Anyway, classic dads. He won an Olympic medal in fucking. Who's because he's a cl- the foot what, dragon what now? I just see what defines a classic baby? dad though? Yeah. I don't understand. I'm trying to think like, of any. Video game. Like a game pre what pre two thousand ten? What is pre two thousand five? Two that pre two thousand? Does does someone I have to know. have kids to be a daddy? No. Yes. No. 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 Okay, but wait. Yes. Let's define classic real quick. Let's get into like before <laughs> this decade. Are we saying like maybe pre PS three, like PS two and before? Yeah. 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 Okay. Donkey Kong. Mm. Is yeah. literally, I don't know that I could go there, but Why not? I, I, so I'm not the most well-versed person in classic games, <laughs> if this is our, uh, our definition of it, or any definition of it, really. So Donkey Kong. I have a good one. Captain Falcon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is better. And he's def- like a really good Smash character, so mm-hmm. you could smash him. You could smash. <laughs> he's very together. good I, I could have delivered that one better. <laughs> I think Captain Falcon is a classic daddy that we need to bring back. Yes. I never and, played F Zero though. F Zero is super hard with your slow adult reflexes. I will say, <laughs> your terrible old hands, terrible old hands. The game I always wanted rebooted is now on its way thanks to Kickstarter, which is Toe Jam and Earl. So I'm like, oh, uh, I don't have a good new answer for this question in the last two years. Are either of them daddies? Uh, not. They're kind of weird alien bands. I don't know about Mm, my daddies. Let's move on. Yeah, sorry. From Ryan. Hi. I wanted to start out saying you're all amazing and bring so much joy to my life. Thank you. So thanks, says Ryan. Because (laughs) 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 I'll stop answering the questions when I'm in the middle of them. Because of your podcast and the videos I've seen with Ashley and Simone, woo, I'm interested in playing Overwatch. Soft high five. But seeing Ashley and Simone's videos, I can see it's frustrating to be on a team with people who are awful, and I don't want to be that awful person. How can I start Overwatch when I'm so far behind? Thanks. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) I have two answers for you. Yes. So I actually had the same problem when it first came out. Um, I really wasn't playing a lot of multiplayer shooters or just anything multiplayer. Um, But you know what? Just two things. Stick to... Quick play, because there's sort of an inherent, everyone's probably going to be crap um, if you have to. I would say, like, if you have friends that you can play with, 
definitely do that. They won't judge you, and it's just more fun even if you fail miserably. Or they'll judge you silently. Um, or they'll do that, and you'll just think about it before you go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, second thing, there is a Mystery Heroes arcade thing, and that's like, I mean, that just completely evens the playing field. So you respawn as a different hero every time. So you get to try out new characters. You get to be Widowmaker without anyone judging you. You can practice. Um, and I feel like that's like the best mode to just test out and like yeah. practice and get better that at it. That was absolutely going to be like my first suggestion is Mystery Heroes. You don't, you totally random. So, like Ashley said, if you pick a hero that isn't good on the map that you're playing, oh, everyone knows it's not your fault. If you're bad, everyone knows it's not your fault. It can still be frustrating if you lose, but it's not your fault. And you keep telling yourself that. Like I, anytime I just want to have a casual game and not really worry about how well I play, I do mystery. Um, and it's fantastic. So, yeah. And, I mean, if you turn off voice chat, no, oh, one, yeah. no one will yell at yeah, you. Yeah, just turn off voice chat. Do a bunch of quick play mystery heroes and just keep doing it. Like people cycle in and out so quickly, so like no one is really gonna hold it over your head. Yeah, at all. yeah. and I think always like the easy stuff to to not make you a bad player is like stay near the payload or the objective. Like don't wander off on your own. Those are like the easy things yeah, to be like. For sure. If you do these things, you won't be bad. And also, there's easy characters to start with. Like Diva's good, Lucio's good, Soldier, Soldier's great. Like yeah, there's a couple mm-hmm. characters from every class that are easier to play. Yeah, you'll and the weird thing is like I I started out playing some of the heroes that were that Russ uh, suggested as being uh, easier to play, and those weren't necessarily the ones that I did well with. So you'll find one that is that is right for you, and then that hero will cease to be right for you, and you'll have to say goodbye to being a Symmetra main because suddenly you're not good at Symmetra anymore, and you don't understand why, and you're upset no. about it. <laughs> have you given up Symmetra? I have given up Symmetra. No, you love Symmetra. I love Symmetra. You can love Symmetra Just, and realize that maybe you're better at another character. Mm, That's okay. Yeah. But you can still practice. I'm a Reaper and a Diva main now, and I hate myself. Reaper, being a Reaper main is so valuable, though, if you're good. It's great. It's either you feel like a badass, or silly shit keeps happening to you, and it's it's hilarious because you're such an edgelord and you like seeing silly shit happening to Reaper. His dying sounds are pretty good, too. And his voice lines hey. are just the... I love that Blizzard leads into him being an edgelord like they know. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, this one's from David. Uh, David says, Hi, Polygon Show crew, and thanks to Leg for her article on Gabriel Gundaker's unofficial Wii Sports music. Oh, that song's so good. Yeah. And asks... So the question is... An age-old question. What is better, the Wii Shop channel music or the Me channel music? The Wii Shop channel. So we're about to hear the Me channel music. <gasps> oh, I do love this. Shit. Me maker. This is like so Animal Crossing right now. This I could listen to. This is like the PS4. Like when you boot the PS4, it's just so soothing. You could listen to it forever. This is that same feel. I feel like if I'm feeling mischievous (gasps) or sassy and I'm like poking around the corner, (laughs) like, hey. I feel like this is from some like opera about a bunny. And then like act three, the bunny like dies. Oh, wait. What? 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 One where the bunny is like young and like still like happy and looking around. No, this is Ashley sneaking into a meadow on a sunny day to play pranks on fairies. Yeah, that's act one. No. So you mean I die by act like four? I'm saying that's how it goes. Why does every episode of this podcast lead to Ashley's death, Allegra? (laughs) 
Elena <laughs> wants me dead. It's, it's just Ashley with a different tombstone. I was going to say that this is a coming of age story about a small young yeah, ghost. Yeah, you come of age and then you who die. Who plays pranks no! on fairies. Like a small little ghost, like a small boo. The ghost, he's yes. dead already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, let's let's hear the We Shop Channel music. <gasps> My favorite song. Didn't we? Did we use this in one of our videos? I mean, it's in Griffin's Amiibo Corner. Yeah. Yes, Amiibo okay, corner. that's what it is. God. <laughs> I'm not going to do a Griffin's Amiibo Corner impression. I designated this as my walkout theme like yeah. for a baseball game or I was going for a bad right, date. from last week. <laughs> or a bad date. I come out. A bad close, date. <laughs> but not a good date. There's like crackers in my hair. Is Me Maker a good date and this is a bad date? No, Me Maker is like I'm crashing someone's date. <laughs> like there are two people having a great time and I'm kind of like hey I, I think I like the nice crackers better can I put them in my hair I see you have some cheese this is literally you at Barcade stealing those nachos yeah. They were no, they were chili fries and I and I grabbed them by the handful when they weren't looking and, and then I ran. Excuse out. me, sir. Are these your chili fries? Definitely did not ask. <laughs> I, sir, 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 please. No, he was not an enemy, so I was not polite to him. You were his <laughs> enemy. <laughs> you were the enemy. Um, okay, uh, I totally vote We Shop Channel. Yeah. But it's me no, no, me channel for me. Oh, really? Yeah, right. it's no, really it is, is so good. It is good, but We Shop is so classic. Wait, hold up. So ch- wait, Chelsea, what's your vote? The the We Shop, yeah. And Ashley, yours yeah, too. Think, what? So what's close, wrong? but We okay. is a classic. It's mm-hmm. but, the, but I think the Me Channel actually grows on you. Yeah, it's quite underrated. Doesn't need to grow. It's already very strong. It it's very strong, but we forget that. Because we always think we shop. Immediately, no. I said we shop before. No, we but don't. then we listen to it, and now I don't came, think that. I have this beautiful narrative in my mind well, of the young Ashley the bunny like... dying at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the me shop has like stages. There's like the sneaky part, and then there's this kind of like smooth, like we're slow dancing on a cruise ship, and then according <laughs> to Allegra, I get thrown overboard shortly after. <laughs> That's how narrative works. And Ashley. then I die. Yeah, and it's every story drama. is sad. But yes, I think the eShop, the Wii eShop music has that as well because it's like there's the first part where it's like dun 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 dun, dun and then there's like. You're you're like you're opening the store and you're excited for all the things and that's when that hits up and then you're like walking to check out to check out in line and like there's parts of that song. But too. I feel like there's more it's of so a deep. consistent like bopping that you can do with the Wii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't see it, but I'm doing it. We're all bopping right now. So that's right like now. what that's bopping is. And then the me is just like, ooh. She's waving yeah. like a wacky <laughs> wavy arm, inflatable flating too, man. That's oh really my good. god. <laughs> Uh, this question's from Krista. It says, Hi, Polygals. My name is Krista, and I'm super loving the show so far. My dilemma is this. While I listen to this podcast and watch lots of Let's Plays, I don't ever play games myself. Getting into it all seems really expensive, and with how many games there are out there, it can get a little overwhelming. So what are some good games to start with? What console should be my first console? How do I avoid getting cornered or talked down to by the dude bros at my local game shop? Thanks in advance, and have a lovely day. Krista. First answer to the last question is buy digital games online. Yes. And like I haven't personally had bad experiences in game shops, but you can avoid it by buying games online. Also, I just think like know your truth and know why you're there and don't let any hater ever stop you. I also think like bundles are a good idea too to start Mm. off with. So I 
am biased. I think you should get a PlayStation 4 bundle. We are both that same biased. There are a lot of great games for the PlayStation 4. There are some backward compatible things. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fun. Yeah, I I would recommend, I guess I would recommend a PS4 because you can't buy a Switch right now. They're impossible to find. Like, Get a PS4. And there's I only one don't game know for that it. I would recommend like a new console, especially if like you're just starting out. And one of the factors that she mentioned was like the cost of yeah. it. Yeah, I would not recommend like yo if you've never had a console before, go buy a really expensive new one where you're gonna have to like buy a ton of new games all the time. Like maybe go for the PS3 or something or like that that has like a lot of cheaper games. Already Xbox out. 360. Counterpoint. Steam. Yeah, I was going to say Steam. Steam. If she already has a PC or even even a Mac, you could play a lot of different things. Yeah, that's sure. true. Yeah. There's like a there's at least a few options you can get started with a Mac. You could play on Steam or uh, GOG.com. Just buy a Could you can, spell that? G O G C O M. Yes, it, it <laughs> when you say it all as one word, it sounds like it could be I thought Geo, you said like GeoCities and I was like the letter G, the letter O, so the letter G dot com. That was actually a really good clarifying question. And then when you yeah, thank God. Out, I was I'm like, sorry, I sounded what? like I was quizzing you. Yeah, was I was like, wait, literally, it's called GeoCities. Yeah. No, no, it I, could be GeoCities. Oh, you're right. You're like totally right. GeoCities, I was like, we're going back to AOL? No. <laughs> no, you should buy your game from GeoCities.net. It's actually ChelseaBot.GeoCities.net. <laughs> send your money your directly name. to Chelsea at PayPal.com, and Chelsea will just send you games. It's fine. I'll just mail you a Box. It's good. We will take ten thousand dollars. My side business. Um, <laughs> G, G, letter G, letter O, letter G dot com, humble uh, dot com. All those have good bundles. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff works on uh, PC, Mac, and Linux, and it, they're always very well branded. Buy a Xbox three hundred and sixty controller wired and plug it into your USB port, and it'll work. Mm-hmm. And that's like those are my recommendations. It's like play a bunch of start with there. I mean, hell, you can play Portal on the Mac. I'm pretty yeah. like I'm 95 sure. There's yeah. like there are lots of easy games. There are even great browser-based games on Adult Swim that are really fun and easy. So yeah, yeah, and and Steam has so many sales. So often you could get a game for like two bucks. And I think one of my recommendation actually, because uh, I have a friend who didn't really play games growing up, and she's still doesn't play a lot of games, but I've rec- I've managed to recommend a few to her that she really loves, and one of them is Her Story, which is so gosh darn good. Uh, you can get it on iPad. Is it on mm-hmm. iPhone as well, or is it just iPad? I think just iPad. iPad, you can get it on PC, um, and it is a, a full motion video game, FMV, that uses like real footage of a woman talking, and you basically you search terms on this like old computer database to find different video clips of her and piece together this mystery. And it made me feel like a detective, like I was jotting down notes in my notebook and like do, analyzing codes and stuff, and it, it's super cool. And I think that that's a great example of a game that a person could play and play well without feeling like they were missing years of experience playing video games. Uh, Polygon's Game of the Year 2015, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Her story's really good. Um, I really love the first Bioshock game, even though it is a, a shooter, which takes some some skill. But, I mean, turn that shit down to easy. That It has a great story. Um, oh, um, Inside. 
Oh, Inside, Inside in Limbo. super dark. Are but, those on PC? Uh, they're on PC and PS4. Okay. Yeah. So, Limbo's like, on your phone. Limbo's on mobile, too. Oh, With cool. those, like, it's definitely easy. You don't have to worry about mechanics or combat. Like, it's literally just side-scrolling and, like, technically puzzle-solving. And um, it's really simple, very mm-hmm. dark, but just a very beautiful, good game. Yeah, those are good-ass games. Yeah, so those are, I hope that that helped. Uh, it's awesome. I hope you have fun. And if even if you don't have fun, continue listening to the show because that's good enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, so much again for sending all the great emails this week. And if you would like to send an email to us, it's polygonshow at polygon.com. Email your questions, your comments, your... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, just just questions and comments and compliments to that email address, polygonshow at polygon.com, and then they will be seen and read, maybe online, on this show, which would be amazing. And if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we would, as always, super duper appreciate it. They make us all cry and scream and wave our arms in the air like big rubber men, uh, you know, like the ones you see in car lots. We wave our arms in the air like that. I'm doing it right now. So you did that. If you left a review, you made me wave my arms in the air, uh, and it, it looked really weird, and all my co-hosts are kind of uncomfortable now. So that we have to go. They have to get out of the room. They don't want to be around me anymore. But leave a review. <laughs> and thank you so much if you have already left a review. Uh, we super-duper appreciate it. And we'll be back with you next week. This has been The Polygon Show. 